This presentation has been brought to you by PodcastPlanet.com. Hey, it's Bob Zaney. It's the Bob Zaney Show, and I'm here with my lovely uh, co-host, a wife, very funny partner in life, Aaron O'Connor. Hi, Aaron. Hello, Bob. And uh, very excited. You play at midnight all the time, and I a do. lot of folks know that, and you're very funny. And, and I sometimes do a couple here yes, and there. Yes, you're a good helper. Well, I am a good helper, but I, I rather watch uh, Better Call Saul on DVR. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we do that, and uh, they can uh, follow you on Twitter at. Aaron O'Connor 415. That's right. And I'm at Bob Zaney. And we have our own podcast, which mm-hmm. is our own handle, The Bob Zaney Show, all capital letters. And actually, this is kind of cool what we're doing now. And our guest is probably just going to be shocked by this concept. You follow us, we follow you. Mm. That's right. Wow. Stalking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way it should be. It's kind of how I found our new guest, though. So I'm. I'm yeah, I'm, I know. My God, I'm it's pretty amazing. You were media. so excited. I was. I'm, I'm still excited. I was cleaning the garage yesterday, yes, oh, organizing yeah. it, yes, getting ready for my big website debut of mm-hmm. eBayB, where I'm going to sell everything out of the garage. <laughs> so I've categorized everything I got in life. I, I'm a pack rat. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, I'm at 38 years in showbiz. I got posters and stuff. I'm going to be selling it all off because I, I we don't have kids. That's right. And my dog Frankie t- taught us the other day that uh, he'll eat it. <laughs> he ate two of my books I didn't really want. And what was the one... <laughs> What was the title of the book? It, it was, was a the, self-help the, book. Yeah, the page, the page <laughs> Just title when you have everything and it's not enough. Ripped to shreds. <laughs> something like how to rebuild after losing You can't write that. That's like, right. If, yeah. you, if you you have everything and it's still not enough is the one he ate. Something like that. That's ironic. <laughs> but here's my I've got to write that down. Here's my promise to our listeners. I have photo evidence of Frankie's path of destruction. That's right. So I will post them on the uh, Podcast Planet. Why don't you just lock Frankie in the garage for like a day? No. Oh, and just yeah. let him get rid of everything. I thought you were a dog person. I, I have a dog person. Well, you don't like yes. Not a cool way, but like he would be happy yeah. to eat whatever's in yeah, there, apparently. Cool. Not Amazing. with eBay coming up soon. Oh, that's true. I know. keep talking a, about it. That's a Our guest, the one and only Mr. Eddie Pence. Hi, Eddie. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for being here. We, now, we've never officially met. We haven't. And uh, what I'm doing, uh, the, the whole concept of this podcast is I have a connection with the guests. I've worked with them, and Aaron, our last guest, has a real, we both had connections with them. So we're doing something new. We're having people who are uh, out doing what we do. A complete this, stranger. A complete stranger, <laughs> but, you know, we're misfits. We're, we're showbiz, yeah. okay? So that's I mean, that's I've watched gonna... you a lot well, I, in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> with Frankie. Well, with Frankie. Uh, and thanks for helping out with that yard sale. That was no really problem. cool of Anytime. you. Yeah, and really, I could have got more for that uh, <laughs> lawnmower, but uh, I moved it. That's all that matters. So you just, uh, now you doing the stand-up for how long? Uh, I'm going into my 17th year. 17 years. So that you feel that you you know what you're doing now? No, I have no clue. What no, but I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, but the first five years, you're still up there going, uh, why am I here? Yeah, you don't feel comfortable no. for f- five, six, seven years. Yeah. Like, I started in 98. 98. And then, my God. Uh, God, is it? Yeah. I'd already 98. been doing it for 21 years. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. I did it in '98, and like I didn't feel real comfortable. Probably to like 2004, 2005. Yeah. When do you think you got your point of view? Right around then. I think yeah. I got to that point where you get to that point where you don't give a crap anymore. Yeah, so you have like, to. You you, kinda, you don't feel like oh I, I don't care if I please these people. I'm just gonna go up and do what I want to do. And then I think when you once you lose that fear of trying to please somebody, then I think you make that step into being comfortable. Mm. I think it starts from you give a crap and they don't give a crap and then you go up there you don't give a crap but you want them to give a crap. Yeah. You don't it's not that you don't you're looking down on them. It's not you, indifference. No. It's just someone said it to me the other uh, about a year and a half ago and again 38 years doing this. Wow. They said you're the leader when you're up there. 
you know, and it makes so much sense. It's like being a teacher. If you lose control of the classroom, it's over. Yeah. And we had those teachers and we knew how to push their buttons. So it's the same way with an audience. And I, I God bless anyone who wants to heckle me. You know, <laughs> I, I, my favorite heckle line is that, you know, uh, to quote my great grandma Zany, this is my first gangbang. And, uh, you know, well, Granny loved cock. But anyway, the point is, right, it's so like. We can cuss on this show. That's no, good. no, no, no. Cock, I'm thinking about. Oh, chickens. Yeah, she had a Got chicken it. farm. She was a farmer. Yeah, 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 she was a farmer. Good for her. Yeah. Anyway. Hard, that's a hard life. So that's cool that you, uh, do you feel you're still learning? Yeah, all yeah, the time. I, I do too. All the time. You know, every night's different. And Tell, even if you take like, you take like a, you know, there'll be times where I'm traveling, where I'm spending time with my family, so I'll, I won't go for like a week. Yeah. And then you get back on stage after just like four or five days off. You're like, oh, this is new. Like, yeah, it's. But you need, you know what, as you do this longer and longer, what I found is I do like three, maybe four nights a week, if that, unless I do Vegas, it's seven mm -hmm. nights. But I'm better. I'm fine with three nights off. I don't Jones to get on stage anymore. No, I don't. I don't have that aching. Like, I, yeah. I'm fine if I have like, I actually prefer having three or four nights off. You need it because you need once it. you've established that you know what you're doing, it's better for you. Then yeah. it's fresh. Like you said, it's new. Yeah. And it's the same old crap. Well, Let's that, be honest. Okay. Yeah. It's the same crap that you're yeah, doing, but right. it gives you that like that you that get a little edge. you get a little more excited. Yeah. If you take like four days off. You're like, okay, yeah. There's not butterflies, but there's more of a yeah. There's more of a and that first show's the best, and then you get to about the fourth show, you go, ah, yeah. I'm I'm done. Well, now. by the fourth show, you yeah. just have a whole yeah. monologue going well, that's on in your head. Exactly. About I used to, you know, else. what do I need at the grocery store? What do I need yeah. to do when I get home? Not good. And you realize, oh wait, I'm talking to people right now. Yeah. But you can do you can go autopilot when you're performing. Oh, absolutely. Especially on that fourth or fifth show of a long week, you're just like. Well, I, I actually work the crowd a lot, and I can still do autopilot. That's how sad that wow. is. Wow, you that's know? good. It's like I listen to people. You and can I build be in up, the moment and can, on autopilot oh, at the same that's time. Right. I'm thinking about that garage. It, well, that's it looks amazing. Good. It really looks good. I'm very happy. That's a level it. I want to get to. So, how often are you on the road? Um, I used to go on the road quite a bit, and I, I we had a kid uh, five years ago, so I kind of pulled back from the road a little bit just because I wanted to be with my kid. So I go. Uh, once a month, every couple months. I'm going to Calgary at the end of the month. You're, so. you're like the third person who mm -hmm. said that to us uh, in the tapings about having... We didn't have kids. We oh. have dogs and cats. All rescues, by the Much way. Much better. Much better. Yeah. You guys are very smart. <clears throat> well, I don't know about that. I mean, I know Aaron's still itching. But, uh, It'll happen. It'll <laughs> no, happen. she's not. That's not the same itch. <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> So that's tough. You know, that's the thing about being on the road. You're you're gone a lot, yeah. and it's not it's not fair to the child. The dogs can deal with it a yeah. little bit, but They're still fine. they get pissed at me. But you have a new crown, and this is how I discovered you online because yeah. you were generating so much heat and so many nice compliments. I'm going to let you tell the story. It was crazy. Um, I I won the uh, opening act for Kevin and Bean's April, April Foolish on uh, the K Rock radio station. They Which do it every year at the Shrine Auditorium. Huge venue Huge for those of you Huge. out of California. Give Six yourself th a little pat on the back because Kevin and Bean. How many people? Yeah, six thousand people. Wow, over six thousand yeah. people. It's That's huge. amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. I got the four, and it was like wow. Yeah, like you the, have to wait for laughs. Yeah, yeah, you have to. It's, you have to slow everything way yeah. down. Like it was weird because I the largest crowd I ever been in front of before is maybe fifteen hundred, a thousand yeah. people, something like that. And this is just a whole different level. Yeah, just crazy. So the contest, the genesis of how you got involved with this, and and because um, I'll tell you what threw me initially because I knew that you were not a newcomer, you were not a beginner, and yet the hashtag they were using was opening act. <laughs> well, you know I. I know. No, it's fine, but I just, I mean, it's wonderful. It's yeah. amazing. But I was 
for this much of a second before I clued in that you were a professional, I didn't quite get it. Well, actually, it, so. uh, I was, I've been doing stand-up longer than three of the people who actually booked on the yeah, show. Yeah, so, I kind of figured. So tell funny. us exactly. Maybe even combined, huh? Maybe, well, yeah. maybe two of them combined. Yeah. What you um, won was a huge big deal is what I'm trying to say. It was it's not fun. like... Um, like, I've been on Kevin Bean before promoting. Like, I headlined the Hollywood Improv here and then the old John Lovitz Club. Um, yeah. I headlined that a couple years ago. And uh, I'm friends with uh, Ralph Garman. And uh, he brought me on to promote those shows, so I kind of knew Kevin and Bean a little bit. Well, I knew Kevin. Bean keeps forgetting about me. Um, but <laughs> that's his own problem, But you I know guess. what, though? The, <laughs> yeah, as long Bean. as you let it go. And, uh, and not bring it up. Well, I found out that it, actually Bean doesn't remember anybody. So oh. I, to realize that he wasn't just screwing with me actually made me feel better. Okay. They're like, oh, you, you do this with everyone. Um, so uh, I saw the contest and, uh, on the internet a few, mm-hmm. few weeks ago. I'm like, oh, I'll... I'll go ahead and submit because I saw Tenacious D was on the lineup and I'm like, oh, I want to meet Tenacious D. So I submitted for the contest and uh, I got in the top 10, which I was, you know, always shocked. Anytime you win anything, we're getting the top 10 of anything. And then uh, um, I just started promoting the hell out of it. Just trying like, okay, if I'm in the top 10 now, I'm going to try to win this thing. Now, was it through just the video process or did you do it live? No, it was just uh, the the submission, two minute video, which is impossible to find two minutes of solid comedy and just like be proud of it. Um, But I had like a, Two and two minutes and three second tape. That's called Star Search, by the way. That's yeah. how long they gave you. Were you on Star Search? Yeah, I got the semifinals. Congratulations! So I was in the top three. The original Ed McMahon one or the one? Oh, in, no, Ed the one McMahon. they did in two thousand. Oh no, no, the one in two thousand. Who'd you beat, Bob? I beat Carrot Top. Good for you. But he shows that clip at his show in Las Vegas at the Luxor. So really? we're very excited. Every night I'm in the Vegas show. So I don't really, <laughs> I don't need to go out anymore. Really, no. You're I, if I think about it, you're immortalized in Vegas. <laughs> so you're out there. You're in the top ten. Did you have a chance? Did you think you could win this thing? Uh, I thought I could. Um, I didn't. I only knew a couple of comics in the top ten. The other ones I didn't hadn't known, and uh, they were all strong comics. Um, Jeff Keith was in the top ten. He's been a friend of mine for a while, and I, uh, I knew he would be. I thought he had a good chance of winning. Yeah. I thought he was probably the strongest of the ten in the group. And then uh, I started just you know promoting it, and I had my friends that have bigger social. N- media networks than I do yeah. to help me out. You should have Shang help you out. I know. I should have hit up Shang. My God, this guy, he's, he's a wealth of material. He's yeah. a monster. But, uh, so it just, and then, uh, I just, they called me the day before and told me I was in the top three. Wow. And I was wow. like, oh, cool. And, but they wouldn't tell me who won, even though they know who won. They wouldn't tell me. And like, okay, be by your phone at 7.30 in the morning and be awake because you'll get a call if you win. I'm like, just tell me. I don't want to wake up at 7.30 in the morning if I don't have <laughs> right. to. There's a comic. Just sure. tell me. My alarm. And they were like, no, we can't tell you. You're in the top three. Just make sure you're awake at 7.30. So I woke up at like 7.15 to get rid of the morning voice in case they call. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting there at 7.30 and no one calls. And then I'm starting, I'm starting to get angry. Like at that point, I didn't care if I won. It was just a fun contest to be in. And then, uh, but now that I'm awake, and I'm like, if you're not going to call me and I woke up this early, you better call. I'm, now I'm going to be mad. I'm going to go down there. Um <laughs> And so uh, 7.35 rolls around, still no one calls. My wife gets out of the shower. She's like, they didn't call, huh? I'm like, no, they didn't call. I can't go back to sleep because I'm too angry. Um, and then 7.40, they call, and they... I'm but you know what? The, they didn't tell the, the other two. You know that. I know. That's what sucks. Aww. No, they didn't tell the other two to be by their phone. They knew you Oh, they won. just knew. They probably did. Oh. Yeah, they're it's not probably Ralph's oh, idea. It's probably Ralph Garman's really? idea. Oh, that's me. If they did, that they're dicks. No, no, no. Because, well, no, why, because why be by your phone if you're not even going to have the air to see? Because put the three on? finalists could have checked in with each other. Did they tell you to be by the phone? Did, or did you know who the other two were? I know they didn't tell us who the oh, other right. well, were. Oh, all right. Well, then, okay. So they probably I'll were lying just to wake me up. Okay. Well, here's what I want to say about that in your big, giant 6,000-person uh, crowd, which I think is amazing. Because I think we all know and love Wendy Liebman, right? And we yeah. know that she did really well on America's Got Talent. Yeah. And her act is so very specific. And I remember watching it at... Um, 
was it, you know, not Carnegie Hall. What am I going to sell? What was the venue in New York where they do America's Got Talent? It was giant. It was huge. And yet her act still translated really, really well into that gigantic audience. So, so in front of 6,000, did you make some adjustments or? Um, no, I, I went out. I was a little nervous about that. Cause I do, I talk about being a parent a little bit. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I only had five minutes, so it wasn't, you can really go into a wealth of what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I just tried to, I tried to do, I tried to pick parts of my act that I know were kind of big or physical because uh-huh. I knew it's a big, it's a big room. So yeah. you want people to like, so I did a, I did a couple bits where they're more storytelling bits where I'm a little more animated. Um, and I, so I was a little worried about what I was going to talk about. So, but don't you think this is going to give you an edge for one of those shows? Perhaps have you considered that, that so. your next step would, would be, be nice. something giant that you would be really well prepared to? It would be nice. It's it's weird. It's because like, I've I've been doing this for like almost seventeen years now. Mm-hmm. I've been on TV. I've you know I've been to Montreal. I've been to like all the things you want to do as a comedian. Mm-hmm. And this one thing seems to have gotten me more heat and more people like talking about me than yeah. anything. And it wasn't even on television. You just wait till strange. Dancing with the Stars comes a knocking. Oh yeah, all right, because that could be. Next. I will break someone's knee. Now, now, Kevin Bean's been around for a while. Is their audience a little older? It's it's surprisingly a little older. You think uh, it's it's like thirty somethings. Oh, early okay, 40s. that's not bad. Okay. It's, it's, it's how long they've been on perfect. the air? They've been on the air for what? Well, I think it's over twenty years. Yeah, at least because I I was doing uh, KLOS with Frazier in the early eighties, oh, and I think that yeah. Frazier actually used to be over at Carol Q. He's been so, everywhere. Yeah, Frazier, yeah, that's Frazier, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. Radio is a whole different animal. I, I've done Bob and Tom for 17 years, and they're in like 150 markets, so it's so different. Yeah, it's it's like a destination for people. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, a it's morning, a credit. Bob yeah. and Tom is a credit. Yeah. comics use. Yeah, Mo- I mean, what radio station? Mm-hmm. Do, I mean, comics do radio all the time when they're on the Oh, road. I do Mojo and Lansing. I use him but. as a credit, but nothing, <laughs> nothing. That's odd. Yeah, Mojo and Lansing. <laughs> Where's Mojo and Lansing? Well, Mojo, he's on Q one hundred and six. Mm. Yeah. Uh, something else in common with us yes, and, what? and our dog. What? Uh, our dear friend Frankie Nicotero. Yeah. Don't you work with him yeah. every day? Yeah. Tell us about that. No, wait, Frankie Nicotero. Isn't he the host of your show, or am I completely wrong? You might be completely wrong. Who is this? Yeah, because I right think here? he would know off the top of his Frank head. Who is this person? Who do you coach? Oh, that was on the the uh, How to Be a Grown Up. Um, yeah. That was on True TV. I was like, wait, what are you talking? That's about? not wait. Frank Nicotero. Yeah, it is. Oh, it, was, it is. But I didn't. Cute. It was weird. I didn't. I didn't work. We're gonna need to edit this. I gotta tell you. No, no, no. Just because no. I love him and he's a dog no, person, no, and I thought listen. I was meant to meet you, no. Eddie. I don't know why it's taken it's, so long. It's um. No. That's all. I was on How to Be a Grown-Up, yes. um, but the, the stuff they shot for me was separate gotcha. from what they shot. So I, did, I didn't actually okay. work with him. We were I just see. in the same right. edited show together. I'm like, yeah, I know Frank. We worked on the two, but I, we, never, we never worked side by side. Okay, got it. But you're still on the show doing this? Yeah. This, uh... I, through, well, they, they did their 12-episode mm-hmm. run, or 16-episode run, so I think it's I think they got picked up for season two, but I don't know if I'll be back on that or not. Okay. What's so. Wow, I've never heard that in this business. I'm sitting around worrying. Are oh, they going to have us? Is it going to be weak out? Please, I'm not. Gonna you know, Frank hosted a Street Smarts. Did you ever watch? Yes, that? I did watch Street Smarts. And I did a segment for him. I went to Vegas, and he asked me all these questions, and I answered every one of them. And I never made the show. And he said, "Why?" I said, "Frank, why didn't I get on the show?" He said, "Because you were smart." <laughs> yeah. People don't want like, oh, yeah, that was the no right jokes. answer. They don't yeah. want people who know all the answers. <laughs> no. And I knew every question. They don't want the right answers. Yeah. They want stupid answers. Right. So, so, so I didn't know I had to have, a, like, a gimmick. <laughs> you know, downplay this 175 IQ. Come on. Yeah, I see Frank uh, a couple times a week walking up. I live by Runyon Canyon up there in Hollywood, and I always see him hiking. With his dachshunds, yeah. perhaps? Yeah. Because I saw, yeah. Because yeah. we go to the same vet. What vet? Uh, 
Well, we don't go there anymore, and no. I don't want to talk about it. No, <laughs> we had a bad experience. Vets. We had a very bad experience. How sad is this? We're talking about vets Because now. we love our dogs. That's no, all. No, I'm talking... Oh, I thought it was that guy in the Army you dated. Anyway, the point wow. is... Whoa, vet joke. Let's go into that. Let's Crazy. go into that. Wow. Next on your list, uh, with uh, with the heat, how are you going to... Uh, I mean, do you like going on the road? Do you like staying in town? I or, like staying in town because yeah. I like being around mm-hmm. my kid. Okay, um, good, good, good. Um, I do take the road... I, took, uh, I do take the original, uh, original, occasional road gig. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I try to stay in town. So you're at the Improv a lot then? I work at the Improv a lot. Yeah, I haven't been back in a long time. I used to play there every night for years. And uh, does Bud ever stop by once in a while? Every once in a while, yeah, like really. Paul McCartney was there last week. Oh, he was. Yeah. How cool is that? But yeah, Bud stops in every. I don't know. You'll see him every six months. Yeah, every few months. I yeah. worked for Bud in the casinos, but I don't really. I played a Laugh Factory room in town, but I, think, I don't even go out there. I think much. if it's like a huge show, he'll he'll make an appearance. Yeah. I don't want to glaze over Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's what. Doing Did you what? get to meet him? I didn't get to meet him. Some other comics got some pictures with him, but uh, I didn't get to meet him. Did he come for the actual show? He came for the show. Wow. He he came in a couple weeks when he was doing. Uh, I think a few months ago when he played. Did he play Stable Center or he played? He had a concert yeah, out here uh-huh. somewhere. And he came after the concert. He stopped in to the improv. To the improv. They yeah, called it the 10 o'clock show. There was that nasty rumor that the kids today don't understand Paul McCartney references. And that, I don't, you know, like, is was, that possible? I don't know. It was packed. Like everyone, okay, everyone there good. went there to watch Paul McCartney watch comedy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was crazy. Is like it? the the place was sold out to watch Paul McCartney watch a show. And you oh, were there though, right? So I stopped in. I didn't oh, you go stopped in. Showroom, in. Did you watch Paul McCartney watch the show? Yeah, you peeked Was he laughing? Yeah. You know, his yeah. British I think accent. He has a good sense of humor. I really. He does. Do. He was laughing yeah. lots of stuff. And yeah, that's really funny. And yeah, some comics. You know, I hear he wants to go pictures. into stand up, and because this music thing, it's just it's ran its course. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, yeah, you, you know, you squeeze that sponge. Yeah, it's dry now for so long. I mean. Look, face it, wings broke up. Exactly. And these things happen. He's a vegetarian. He is. got to move on. Oh, that's out. right. Uh, my wife is going to be having her, uh, we'll a podcast. D- uh, we'll talk about We'll talk about we that. We might not right. be quite ready to make that announcement. Okay, we'll make a big <laughs> announcement soon. You got the Aquaman uh, t-shirt on. Are you I an do. Aquaman fan? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, I guess. Are you a DC comic guy? I'm more of a Marvel guy. Oh, really? So I, And you're wearing DC comic. Well, that's it's, so cool. It's, you know, I... I it was weird. As a kid, I was a huge Marvel guy, and yeah. then uh, in my mid twenties, I kind of got into DC for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. And then I kind of morphed back into Marvel. Well, DC was the one I I, I wasn't into Marvel, but it's kind of like uh, Tupac and Biggie uh, Biggie Smalls, is it? I don't even know. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Is it? You're young, Mike. It's exactly right? like that. That's exactly right. Huh? Yeah. Mike's our engineer. Uh, he's uh, twelve, and uh, I go to him all for my local hip references. Do you go to the conventions like the big uh, comic cons and all of that? I uh, occasionally I'll go to the Wonder Cons and stuff. Yeah, like that, that was a that was just that in was Anaheim. Just, okay. I didn't go this year. I've been there right. years past. So, so do you have comic books then still? Yeah, I uh, I don't buy them anymore because I don't have room to put them anymore. Right. How many do you have? Got a I have like seven or eight huge boxes of comic yeah. books. Wow. I had at one point. How many did I have? About three thousand, and I sold <laughs> off most of it, and I kept like three hundred that I really I probably you know, have, had a memory with. I have about a thousand. Yeah, wow. that's enough. You know, it's an. And it got to the point where like I got I can't buy anymore. No, you don't, you don't want to throw them away. So when you buy them, you keep them. Mm-hmm. You and the thing is, the ones you buy now, everybody keeps them in mint condition, so they're going to be worth absolutely yeah. nothing. 20 everyone's years collecting now. them, right? No one's going to buy them. No, but, but you have a child. And I you have a child. Be passing this on. I want to him pass them on day, to him, right? And, yeah. Is he going to aspire in, into the business? What I actually, uh, I got him. I was in Tucson uh, in February, and I, I, I bring him on the road when I can drive to the place, and uh, we took him. And uh, after the show was over, I got him up on stage because he's always, my wife actually uh, lets him sit in on the show. And she sat with him in the back, and uh, 
he was watching. I have this one joke about him where uh, he was going through a phase where he would like just tell everyone who had a penis. Like he would be with me, like, "Oh, that guy's got a penis. She doesn't have a penis." Like he would just point out yeah. who didn't have penises and who did have penises. And uh, <laughs> I would just like, like stop because he would do it really loud. Oh. So I have a whole bit about like how you know we're in Hooters and he does this, <laughs> and because uh, <laughs> kids eat fruit on Sundays. Um, well, well it, it makes sense. It makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he loves that joke. And so when people ask him what, you know, people like find out I'm a comic. I'm like, oh, what's your daddy? What's your favorite joke? Your daddy's like, oh, I like his penis joke. <laughs> wow. So he tells people his favorite joke is a dick joke. <laughs> and then he's five. And he's five. Have you thought about have you thought about taking him to Indiana and have him point out to penises and stuff? Because <laughs> you I, I can't don't think go in here. The time you can't is not go right. in. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then I got him after the, after the showroom cleared out. I let him go up on stage. and They uh. turned the lights back on and the mic on just to let. Let him see what it felt like to stand on stage with a microphone. You know you're going to bring him on stage so, at some point. At some point, I, I thought about when he was a kid. I want to bring up on the little baby Bjorn from strapped yeah. to my chest and just I'm never. Smart. I just not acknowledge it. Never. I That's just talk not to him. Yeah. But uh, I couldn't get him out. Of, I, my wife wouldn't let me take him on stage. That's so, a really. Funny you know, idea. she was worried you I could would still, fall. You could still do that with like a fake baby. <laughs> And just try it out, and then also go up and say how you know I am the king of my castle. I am in charge of this family, and never acknowledge, right never acknowledge. And it. then everybody would call him a prop comic. Yeah. So you know, and nothing wrong be, with that. Be pigeonholed into. And that. did it for many years. Then you would Absolutely. beat me in Star Search. Oh, hey, that's how I beat him. Oh, you do know Bob. I did Bob. props. You do it know happens. Bob's past. <laughs> Google it. So what's uh, coming up next? What, what are you excited about besides this contest? That you know, let's face facts. You could probably be. Uh, wouldn't it be ironic if it's the Kevin and Eddie show. I know. And Bean oh, would cut, not even know. Let's cut Bean out completely. <laughs> and just disconnect the speaker. He won't remember. Well, you do radio. Yeah, whatever. Right? Yeah, I do my yeah. podcasts and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. You got a, a show, great voice. I have a show on LA Talk Radio let's every talk Tuesday about it. night. Okay. Um, what so do you talk about there? I just try to have other. Uh, I have a friend of mine, uh, Nikhil Karuli, he's a musician, and uh, he has a lot of bands on. I'll, I'll bring comedians on. Just yeah. like we're trying to, it's a way to like introduce people to new artists, people people you might not have heard of. Do you Very find nice. that the guys in a band want to be comedians, yeah. and comedians want to be the musician? What's shocking about musicians, which I didn't even think about until I started interviewing them, is they have no idea how a microphone works. <laughs> Oh, really? Because they're so used. The only time they ever talk into a microphone is when they're singing. Right. All the other times, they're like, they'll sit all the way oh, back here and talk to you completely away from the microphone. Like and then the conversation, like, no, you have to be like, you know, give me like a fist between the, you and the microphone. It's just completely clueless how the microphone works. And they're musicians. Well, that's really interesting. It's insane. Uh, but that's a gift. Yeah, that is a gift. And, uh, <laughs> and that's why we're doing this. So how can the folks get a hold of you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Eddie Pence, or on Instagram, at How Eddie Pence. my lovely wife got a hold of you. Yes, so yes cool. I did. Thank you but, again well, for doing that. We got two minutes or so, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm Do you have, have something to... else? Yeah. Well, I just want to compliment you again. As I mentioned this earlier, is that it was just really, really clear that people were rooting for you. And I'm talking about fellow comedians and yeah, it was really, people. It was really nice. And I, you know, you just don't see that a lot. And I really bought it when people were saying, this could not have happened to a nicer guy or someone more deserving and it was, after it was nice 17 years in the biz or however long you know i mean that's, oh, that's probably why i'm so unknown is because i'm one of the nice guys so you know what you know what she's right and i i have to apologize publicly about this uh when i when you won and i did hashtag you bastard it just <laughs> to me that I didn't was take it wrong. personally. I it was wrong, it though, because that's just... Well, you, I don't take it, stuff like that personally. Okay, fine. This is your makeup sex yeah. right now, today, we totally having you here. Sex. Which I, yeah. Such great makeup sex. I, I know, because I, I was here watching it. Yeah. 
I think that was added the bonus. Okay, so uh, that was, was that in your no, notes? No, we have a new segment <laughs> I wish this on was a the podcast show. So badly. Yes, go ahead, what please, did you baby. Say? That was so funny. A vodcast. Oh, that's a new thing where they're videotaping podcasts. That oh, I thought it had see to do with alcohol. Oh, I thought actually having yeah. makeup. Yeah, sex. I, I was like, it's I a vodka cast. A vodka tonic cast. <laughs> I'll do that. I yeah. can dress for that. No, we uh, have been taking questions yep. from our people. And, uh, our Twitter people? Yes, our, our Twitter folks. Someone had a question and about Yes, it? we have a question from our friend Gary Anderson in Spokane, Washington. Oh, okay. And he wants to know what your favorite one-liner is. My one-liner? And no pressure. No pressure. Oh, do I have to do yes, one, too? Oh, we oh. don't have to, Bob, but I thought as a professional comedian, well, you might have one in your pocket. W- w- the one that got quoted in that book, along with Albert Einstein and uh, Winston Churchill yeah. and, oh, and Bob FDR Zaney. and Bob Zaney. The I Mount actually, Rushmore of quotation one-liners? I'm serious. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Well, they had okay. all these quotes. I'm in this book. Really? I had a cholesterol test. They found bacon, baby. Okay. That That's a great one. one-liner. <laughs> I don't have a one-liner. You do too. You I just it's, it's we're putting pressure on. Maybe you. your yeah. sons. It'll be I like my daddy's penis. I like my daddy's joke. penis joke. Yeah, better than well, I like my daddy's penis. I, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> uh, what I was thinking. Let's hope he never. Sings. Yeah, let's hope he doesn't forget <laughs> the let's word hope joke. My, my penis stays number one in his heart forever. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Bean would go. He would forget <laughs> the part laughing. about daddy, Yay. and I just like his penis. Uh, there you have it. I, I think I, our well, two minute wrap is up. That's it. Okay. Aaron O'Connor, 415. That's me. At, at Bob Zaney, mm-hmm. at Bob Zaney Podcast, all capital letters. And, of course, at Eddie Pence. That's right. Thanks, Eddie. Thank really you appreciate it. So I'm I can't believe that you just shook my hand. So I just want people to know that we shook hands. Just well, no, but I just want to say something because you're probably one of the first people that uh, you haven't middled for me. Because <laughs> I always oh. forget my middles. I will always, yeah. whenever the opportunity arises, I would love to middle for you. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> no, I want to open. I'm tired. <laughs> This opening thing seems to be it's taking easy. off. It's cushy. It's taking <laughs> off. Right. 6,000 people. Okay. That's the Bob Zaney Show. Until next time, thanks for listening. This is the Podcast Planet. Bay Bay. You can enjoy episodes like this and more at podcastplanet.com. 